Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm a patient man, but I've had enough. I have had enough of this fascism. Welcome to the Savage Nation. You know that even Hitler never had total control over Germany? Do you know that right now, Gavin Newsom has more control over the population of California, which is total and absolute control over every living being in this state? Hitler never had total control over Germany. But Big Brother Newsom is protecting us from ourselves, you see. He refuses even to open counties in the state with zero or near zero cases. I have sent him emails going back four weeks because we did the work. He won't even open them. Now, if you ask why won't he open the counties with no cases, there's no logical answer to that other than he's a power-mad lunatic. Why has he closed trails and beaches? Why? Because we went along with it, because we're cowards. You see, fascism has finally arrived in America. Not wearing a swastika, but wearing a smiley face sticker. See? How many years have I told you that when fascism arrived, it wouldn't come dancing to a German tune? Well, here it is. Meanwhile, Trump is using the Defense Protection Act, DPA, to reopen meat slaughterhouses. We don't have canaries in coal mines anymore, but we'll soon have immigrants in slaughterhouses as our test cases to see whether they get and die from SARS-CoV-19, which leads me to a couple of questions. I, you know, there's not questions. I've had enough. I'm, a, I'm at a breaking point. You know, I work from home. I'm a lucky man. I've worked out of my home for many years. My radio studios are in my homes. I'm not trapped at home, not living. You are. I don't know how a man who is a woodworker can't go and make wood furniture anymore. How does this steel maker not go and make steel anymore? 
How does a restaurant owner keep his door shut while some moron who lives in a mansion tells him you can't reopen your, your, your restaurant because I said so? And some stupid unknown bureaucrat who knows nothing. The state of California has idiots running it from top to bottom, but it's no different in all the other states. There are very few free states in this country. As we have found, we are all sheeple. You may as well just be a cow in a slaughterhouse. Put your damn mask on and ask him to put a bullet in your head. Here is Gavin Newsom telling you he will not open the state until one of the dummies that works for him tells him it's okay. Listen to this. Politics will not drive our decision-making. Protests won't drive our decision-making. We believe we are Wait, wait, stop. What do you mean protest? Stop. You mean the people should drop dead, Gavin? Protests won't drive our decision-making? So now the right to redress your grievances is dead in liberal California because one man has decided he is the czar of all. He is telling you you'd, he'd rather you go broke. Now, most people in the state, by the way, who are not retired, would rather go back to work and risk getting the disease, getting sick from it mildly or seriously, depending upon what happens, than die a horrible death at home not working. Do you know that? They'd rather go to work and risk getting sick, either a mild sickness or a serious version of the sickness, than staying at home and dying a slow death. But the dictator of the state of California said your protests don't matter. He will not listen to your protests. Now, what's interesting to me in California, since I've lived here for so many years, is how compliant the people are. How compliant they are. Do you realize what I'm saying to you? There's no protest. Well, there's one here and there. There's one coming up this afternoon around the state, a couple of them. A couple of them coming up. I have the list here. My old friend Melanie Morgan from KSFO is involved. 12 noon, a series of statewide reopened California demos across the state. As citizens demand Democrat Governor Gavin Mautsay New. I'm giving Gavin Newsom a new name. I once called him Andy Tusom Newsom. You know, and I consider him a friend, but I've had enough of this. He's not listening to reason. He is not listening to reason. I once named him Andy Tusom Newsom. He laughed at it. It's funny. When he uh, approved of gay marriage, I met his, his father was still alive in the North Beach restaurant at the time. His, Judge Newsom was a great guy. And he agreed with me that his son was making a mistake. But his son didn't make a mistake. His son is now the governor, wants to be president. We're renaming him from any Tusum Newsom to Mautsay New. Lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Don't care about the economy. Don't care about civil liberties. Don't care about our social fabric. I don't care about the children. I love my power. I'm drunk on my power. I've never felt so powerful. I wake up in the morning and look at myself in the mirror. I'm the most powerful man in the world. I am now more powerful than anyone on earth. I can keep them locked at home and they're not doing anything. List of reopen America demonstrations. Noon today, state capital, Sacramento. Noon, LA City Hall. Noon, San Diego City Hall. San Francisco noon, San Francisco City Hall. No one knows who the mayor is. Where'd she come from? Who is this mayor, this idiot? Where did this London breed come from? What are her back? What's her background? Who put her in that position? I don't even know who she is. Ventura, 12 noon, Ventura City Hall. I guess that's all today. Lompoc, California, Saturday, May 2nd, 12 noon at Coast Hills Bank. Reopen 
Cap Press at AOL.com. May 1st, reopen California demonstration. But the politicians are immune because they love their fascism. Listen again to Mao Tse Nu in clip number one where he says demonstrations mean nothing to him. Now, this is a liberal to let you know what I think of liberals, listen to him in clip one saying demonstrations mean nothing to him. Listen Politics to number one. Politics will not drive our decision-making. Protests won't drive our decision-making. We believe we are weeks, not believe? months away. You believe? Making meaningful modifications. You feel? Not just the business community, but customers of those businesses. It's over. It's over. It's over. The country's over. This virus has killed America, possibly for good. And the main reason it's killed America possibly for good is because the Democrat politicians in particular now see how easy it is to manipulate and control an entire population through fear. And they're controlling the population very, very well. No one's protesting. And you ought to, you ought to ask why. Well, it's very clever. People who were making minimum wage are now making more money collecting unemployment and 600 bucks a week from the federal government. They don't want to go back to work. I told you the story on Monday. I actually broke the story. It then appeared in the news Tuesday. I went on the air Monday. I said, I have a friend who owns a chain of supermarkets. And he told me when the epidemic first hit, it was easy for him to get employees. They needed a lot of them, cashiers and packers and this and that. People lined up around the block. He said, then Trump announced federal plans, $600 a week on top of the unemployment. People would rather stay home and watch television. He said, I don't know where the workers are going to come from when this is all over. Do you? So there are missteps at every level, federal, state, local, missteps at every level. Don't tell me politicians are smarter than we are. They're stupider than we are. And don't tell me that the best and brightest amongst us go into politics because I think it's the dumbest and the meanest go into politics. Don't you dare tell me that the politicians are leaders. And there's an old saying from the 70s. When the leaders won't lead the people, the people need to lead the leaders, and we need to lead these leaders. Who the hell are they? Tell me who they actually are. Are they smarter than you? They know more than you do? How do they know more than you do? They're relying on experts. Who are the experts they're relying upon? Well, they're the experts who agree with them, that you need to be locked up like a lab animal. Yeah, there it is. He will not be moved by protests. He'll let you know when you can go and live, live, live your life again. And if you're out of business, go to hell. What do I care? I'm all powerful. No, I don't think that this is the road to the presidency for Gavin Newsom. I did for a while. I thought it could show him as a leader, but he's not a leader. He's a follower. And he's also drunk on power. There is no reason for this. There is no reason to lock down the six counties I mentioned four weeks ago to him that had zero or no cases. Why didn't he open those counties? Why? Because he likes absolute power. This virus, this parasite virus, has shown us who the parasites on society really are. You know, they say that a virus isn't a living organism because it doesn't meet the qualifications or definition of a living organism. What is a virus? A virus is a parasite, fundamentally. It lives on other organisms like politicians do who fundamentally are the parasites on the people. Let me say it real clear because it makes me feel good to say it. We're letting parasites in the public sector who live off of us tell us we have no right to make a living. Think about the insanity of this. 
I want you to think about how sick they must be. The parasites called politicians who live off us, the people, are telling us we have no right to live at all. They will tell us when we can go out and make a living. So when the state goes bankrupt, where the hell is the money going to come from? Tell me where it's going to come from. I don't know where it's going to come from. They're going to ask Donald Trump to print it for them. If Donald Trump does another round of printing to bail out states like California, I'm out. I will not vote for him. I'm saying it right now. If these states who are making themselves go bankrupt, then go through Nancy Pelosi and say, we demand that you bail us out. I'm bailing out of the election. I won't vote for anybody. I'll tell you right now. If they bail out the states, I'm out. I won't vote at all. That's it. That's the end of the story. I'm on a line. I drew the line in the sand. Don't know where it leads. Don't care. I don't care anymore. I've had enough. Even Hitler never had total control over all the people in Germany. There was a resistance in Germany when Hitler was in power. There was an underground when Hitler was in power. There were enemies of Hitler when Hitler was in power. And here, right now, Newsom has more power than Hitler did over Germany. De Blasio has more power over New York than Hitler did over the people in Germany. How many weeks have I said to you, wait a minute, Mr. Cuomo, stop with your meatball and spaghetti talk. Stop it already. It's disgusting. Stop playing the the Frito meatball and spaghetti job every night on television. We're sick of it. We're sick of your homey garbage that you cook sausage and peppers with your mother. It's garbage. We don't care about that crap. How many weeks have I said reopen the upstate of New York where there are zero or no cases? Why won't he reopen them? Tell me why the great genius... The lifetime politician, Como, who never held a job in his life. Do you know that he's never held a job? Think about that. Governor Cuomo never held a job in his life. He worked for his father's campaign, and he's been a politician all his life. But he's going to tell you, don't open your restaurant. Don't open this. Don't open that. Where's the money going to come from? Instead, he gives you the meatball and sausage story at night. Isn't that homie? Isn't that night? You put in the sausage. You put in your sugar. You put in your sauce. Here's how you make a sauce. You put in your meat, you put in your sauce, you put in your sugar, and you listen to this crap. The compliant American. Big Brother is protecting us from ourselves. Everything we have been warned about by the greatest minds of our generation, actually preceding our generation, everything we've been warned about is happening to us right now. It's happening in front of our eyes. And you ask yourself, why are the people so compliant? There aren't enough cops to arrest everyone in the country, are there? And by the way, how many cops would arrest you? Why are they closing trails? I live north of uh, San Francisco. I haven't gone to my city place since this started. It's sitting, doing nothing. I won't even go into the city. I won't go over the bridge. And I drive around here and trailheads are closed. Why does Governor Mao Say New close the trails? Why has Governor Mao Say New closed the beaches? Why has Governor Mao Tse New closed the trails? Why? It makes no sense. This is like a cascade of insanity. One small-minded, microcephalic bureaucrat in the health department makes a statement. The next microcephalic bureaucrat in the health department makes another statement. The next one says, yes, honey. Yes, Wendy, I think we should close the trails. Okay, Wendy, let's close the trails, Wendy. And they close the trails. Never saw anything like this. And then Mao Tse-Nu says, I don't care what the protesters say. Have you ever heard a politician say, 
let the let the people be damned. He just said it. He didn't say I understand the protesters. Who is writing this this garbage for, for Mao Tse Nu? Who's writing this for him? And what about Trump? Let's see. What about Trump? Well, he's reopening the meat plants. He's going to put poor immigrants back to work in the slaughterhouses. That's great. So we won't have uh, canaries in the coal mine anymore. We'll have immigrants in slaughterhouses to get the disease and die. Well, that's okay. They're willing to do it. Big Brother protecting us. Big Brother is protecting us. Fascism has arrived, not with a swastika, but with a smiley face sticker. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Look, this is a very serious time that we're living in. We're not just witnessing the spread of coronavirus. We're seeing the spread of fear. And it's driving the markets down and demand for basic necessities through the roof. According to my Patriot Supply, they have older customers with health conditions who are petrified to go out, who are living off their emergency food supply. Others are under self-quarantine, and some just don't want to face the mob for a loaf of bread. Would you please go to preparewithsavage.com right now? And please, when you go to preparewithsavage.com, reserve your two- or four-week emergency food kit right now. These meals include breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they can last up to 25 years in storage, so you're always prepared. I've been telling you about my Patriot Supply for a long time, and they've been working around the clock to keep up with your orders. The current wait for you is now 8 to 12 weeks because the demand for their supplies has been 80 times normal. 80 times normal. We have no idea how long this crisis will last. So it's very important to be self-reliant, and it's not too late to do it now. You're going to have to wait 8 to 12 weeks anyway, so get online Preparewithsavage.com. Please do it now. Please do it now. Preparewithsavage.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. It is the Savage Nation. We're talking about the um, insanity of the fascism of these states that are keeping people prisoner. And I told you about massive rallies to reopen America. They're actually this Friday at all those places in California. Friday, not today. Now, we've heard from some talk show hosts that it's all a hoax. They were completely wrong and liars. Either they knew it or they're too stupid to understand that people are dying from it. But there's another side to the story. And I had Dr. Scott Atlas on this show on Monday, and it's on my podcast for Monday. Dr. Atlas is the former chief of neuroradiology at Stanford. He's written hundreds of scientific papers. And he taught us on this show that the overwhelming majority of people do not have any significant risk of dying from COVID-19, about 80% recover. So all this hysteria put out by the governors is a lie based on misinformation. And by the way, they should resign for it. That's what you heard me. Not step back and let us out of our little prison cells. They should be forced out of office and put in prison for what they've done to this state. A gangster couldn't do to this state what this governor has done to this state through stupidity and mismanagement. And the same is true in the other states that have locked down. 80% recover. Median age of those who died was over 80 years old. 
More people died who were over 90 than those who were under 40. Most people didn't even know they got the disease. My friends, this is one of the greatest tragedies in the history of the world. Not the virus, but the parasites in office. Michael Savage, a host like no other. So let's see, Governor Mao Zedong has closed trails and beaches to you. you. He's locked you out of the trails and beaches. You have to be in prison in your house. But he welcomes illegal immigrants over the border. Isn't that interesting? They're still being waved across the border by Governor New and Nancy Pelosi because they need even more vo- phony voters in the state. More fake voters, more phony voters to keep the parasites in power. But you, you stay home. You can't go on a trail. Why did they close the trails, public trails in the forests? Why did they close the beaches? It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Median age of those who died are over 80. More people died are over 90 than those who are under 40. Sure, we have to protect older at-risk people. But the rest of us need not be isolated at home. Do you know that vital herd immunity is prevented by total isolation policies? No. Total isolation policies do the opposite. If you want to create herd immunity, you need a bare minimum of 50% of the healthy population to be exposed and to get to develop the antibodies. That's what you need. This is the exact opposite in some cases of what should have been done. Now, 50% of the cases are in New York City. Why in New York City? Crowded, unhygienic, uh, many, many immigrants packed into many small dwellings. Yeah, it's the same as when my ancestors came here. They were living six to a room. I understand how poor people have to live. But that's where disease is bred, as it always has been, going back to ancient times, whether it's in Han, the Han Dynasty of China or the Roman uh, Empire. Crowded urban centers are where epidemics uh, seem to spring up for good reason. But they don't spring up in the suburbs. So why are you locking the people down in the suburbs? Why are you keeping the poor children out of school, Governor New? Why is Mao Zedong keeping the children out of school, permanently crippling them, permanently setting them back in their life? They will have no future unless Governor Mao Zedong is told in no uncertain terms by the little people that he loves to look down upon. No, we're going back. We're opening the schools. You're opening the damn schools. So there are lawsuits. There'll be plenty of lawsuits, but they don't care. They have unlimited money, your money. But where's the tax base going to come from to keep this state running? for all the parasites in Sacramento. How are all the parasites in Sacramento going to get their salaries and pay off the cronies who put them in power? Where's the money going to come from? Oh, I know. They're going to go to Uncle Donald. And they're going to say to Uncle Donald, who uh, Gavin Newsom's been friendly with, what do you think he's been friendly with him for? He even said so. Because the time comes, he needs a bailout. He'll go to Uncle Donald. And if Uncle Donald goes along with this, I'm not voting for him. If he bails out the states... At the end of this road, when the states have so badly mismanaged this and they want more money from me, I'm not voting in the election. I'll just sit it out. No, I won't vote for the for the for the senile one. I won't vote for the senile one. The man can't finish a sentence. You know, it just shows you how imploded the country is. It just shows you the best that the Democrats could put together is a man who can't finish a sentence. Biden, listen to Biden in clip 24. See if you can follow what he's saying. Listen. I would I would get much more engaged in the world. We can't step back. If, in fact, for example, we solve the problem in the United States of America and you don't solve it other parts of the world, you know what's going to happen. 
We're going to have you're going to have travel bans. You're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. There's a lot. Look, when America goes alone, when when America is first, it's America alone. Do you know what he's talking about? Can anyone follow that? This is going to be president. The man belongs in a rest home. He has performed a public service all of his life. He's passed the ability to perform the most basic of his own needs. Maybe depends he could put on by himself in the old age home. I'm sure Joe has a few more years left where he could put on the depends on his own. But this is not a man who could be president. That's the best that the Democrats can come up with. He can't finish a paragraph. I don't understand this. I don't know how the country has fallen to this level. Meanwhile, seven high-risk sex offenders with parole violations were released from a California jail due to coronavirus. So Governor Mao Tse-Nu releases sex offenders, murderers, and such from prisons and locks you in your house and makes you a prisoner in your house. Seven. Seven high-risk sex offenders released by Governor Mao Tse-Nu. Louis Hoé, Joel Ramirez, 27. James Franklin Bowling, 50. Rudy William Grajida, Magdaleno, Calvin Curtis Coleman were among those released from prison despite being considered hybrid sex offenders. Kyle Albert Winton, Jose Adrian Oregel, Mario Ernesto Sandoval were also released from jail because of virus fears. That's nice, isn't it? That's very compassionate. Virus fears. So now they're out in the streets. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes reported to the local supervisors on Tuesday the county jail system's population reduced by nearly 45% since March 7th. There's no longer any overcrowding issues in the jail because they've all been released, basically. Inmates across the U.S. have been released while you've been put in prison. Illegal aliens at the border are welcomed in by Governor New, Mount St. New, and you're told to, uh, you're in prison in your house. You'll be arrested if you walk on a trail in the country. This week, prior to the announcement, Governor... Mao Tse-Nu stopped intakes from jails, which was projected to lower the prison population by thousands. Advocates have said that at least 10,000 inmates needed to be freed to create enough space in jail so that prisoners could maintain enough space to socially distance themselves. That's advocates. I put the advocates in jail. Up to me. Make me the czar. Throw the advocates into jail with them. There's no one running anything. Do you understand? Do you, do you get? You know, I, I was told this when I was in grad school. 40 years ago, that the best and brightest don't go into politics. It was an arrogant statement by an elitist academic, it is true, but she was 100% right. I don't know. She's probably a liberal, but so what? She was smart. She was a brilliant woman in microbiology, but she said that, and it struck me as interesting because I was talking about politics at the time, and she said with a kind of snideness uh, that still is with me, eh, she said the best and brightest don't go into politics. You know that, Michael. She was implying they go into academia. Well, then you look at Dr. Bricks and Dr. Slouchy, and you know that's not true either. Where are the best and brightest? You know where they are? They have plumbing wrenches in their hands. They have saws in their hands. They have welding torches in their hands. They're on the microphone. They're not in government. I think it's the lowest class of humanity is in politics right now. Who else would take a job like that when you have to rob and steal every day and hide everything that you do? Every day you have to think how to connive and steal and rob to be in politics today. Steal and rob and steer and bend contracts. It's unbelievably sick. Who the hell would want to live like that? I mean, if you're, being a, you're going to be a criminal, just do it. 
Just become a drug dealer. What, what do you have to be a politician for? Do it the right way. Be a man about it. Just be an outright uh, drug dealer. At least you're providing a, a product that someone wants. You know, I told you I'm going crazy from all of this. You can hear probably a new anger in my voice. And um, it's not an anger because I don't want to get angry anymore. I, I can't afford the health results of anger. It's a frustration unlike any I've ever felt in my life. And I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky man. I get to broadcast from my home, but that's not the point. My life has come to an end, a stop, a dead stop. I'm trying to make the best of it. So I ride my bicycle. I haven't yet been arrested by the bike cops, but uh, maybe Mount St. New will send out bike cops. Maybe Mount St. New will get the little girls from the Green New Deal to come to everyone's house and take my temperature, you know, with, 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 with a thermometer on my head, with a little green uniform and a big smiley button on her forehead. Slaughterhouses are closed. I don't eat much meat, but you know, America's a meat-eating nation. So now they're going to slaughter 200 million cows, millions of chickens, 200, 200 pig, million pigs, or 200,000 pigs. And I say, they never heard of a freezer? I bought a freezer last week. I never had a freezer. I don't like frozen food. I ordered one. So I got a freezer now, way up in a, in a hidden location. Stuffed with food I got from a friend in the market business. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with the frozen food. I like fresh food. I hate cooking at home. I hate it. In fact, I feel like breaking every dish in my house and throwing all my cooking wear in the, into the bay. I can't stand it anymore. If I have to wash one more damn dish, I don't know what I'm going to do. When the hell are the restaurants going to reopen? I can't stand it. I'm a good chef. I'm a good cook. I can't stand it anymore. Slaughterhouse. So I was in bed the other day, and I don't know why. I woke up early in the morning at dawn, and I said, look in your journals my mind, you know how your mind works? I don't know about your mind. I don't, my mind works. Sometimes I get like messages. Ooh, I get messages. I'm crazy. You know, I think, in other words. If I'm nuts, I think. Any American who thinks should be put into a hospital. Let Gavin Newsom think for you. You shouldn't think. Let him think. Let him make decisions for you, idiot you. So I, I said, like, look in your journal from 1974 from where you were at this time. And I don't know why. I have no idea why 1974. So I went into my big box of journals Beautifully handwritten. I, I wrote all these journals for years. One day they'll be published. Who knows? Or thrown in the garbage. I don't know. My children will probably toss them in a the garbage can. But uh, I have a thing about, you know, photographs and journals and writings. So I find this entry from 1974 about a slaughterhouse. And it's a letter to Janet from Suva, Fiji. I'm just a shorty, just throwing it in because slaughterhouses came up. My mind said, go to 1974. Dear Jay, just returned from right into country with Dr. Little Peter. I made up a name for him. It was a botanist. I made up his name, Dr. Little Peter. He's a little guy. It's funny for my own, uh, uh, you know, fun. Just returned from a ride into the country with Dr. Little Peter, looking for a species of mushroom that caused his hallucination 17 years ago. Turns out we went to a local butcher's farm to look and watched instead the slaughter of one of the 13 or 20 bulls penned up for the kill. I will never eat meat again. It was so sad that I just smiled along with the ignorant men who practically do it by hand and took my photos. They jab a pointed stick into the animal's anal sphincter to force him into the room where slaughter is done. There he turned his glazed black eyes at me and sniffed at the remains of his brother, just killed, 
while nervously tugging at the heavy rope around his neck, peeing and crapping, the fear heavy from his nearness to the quiet smell of death. One of the men steals up and tries to place the gun, which fires a pin into his skull, but animal bucks and kicks, slipping on his brother's blood, splashing everything with urine, feces, and blood. I wipe my camera's lens with my shirt sleeve and observe the little yellow flash and low explosion like a tiny firecracker as finally the strong beast moans and collapses against the slippery concrete, his death moans coming deeper and more slowly, and then the specialist I don't know, oh, oh, rips at his throat with a hook blunt knife as the bull kicks on the floor, deep, deep groans and snorts from his dead body in revolt. A few kicks and he's being cut to pieces, placed on the hooks, his intestines washed for tripe, his great proud horns axed off of his skull, his eyes still open while his brothers in the corral already lassoed nervously pulling at his fate. We left and took a lovely tour of Suva Point, all the pretty gardens, mountains, ocean, blueness of the sky as I was really weeping inside, knowing why a vegetarian, a moral vegetarian, not a dietary vegetarian, is holier than I. Strange paradox. A few Hindu families who worship cows live adjacent to the cattle farm. Whenever animal wastes are burned, a wind sometimes catches the smoke and drives the smell into the Hindus' gardens, thus a constant conflict in this land. At the same time, I realized how easily we die and wanted badly to go home. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Even Hitler never had the control over Germany that the governors of New York State and, the, and California have over the populations. Never had total control. There was a resistance movement. Where is the resistance movement in New York State? from the upstate New Yorkers who are putting up with the nonsense as a result of what's going on in New York City, where? And where in California, this vast state, listening to one man, we assume he has greater intelligence than everyone else in the country? Gavin Newsom suddenly has more intelligence than any other man in the state? Who is on his damn stupid committee? Why am I not on his reopening task force when I've been sending him article after article after article? Instead, he hires yes-men, little people, tiny little people with midget brains to say to him what he wants to hear. Evan, in New York, we have only 30 seconds. Evan, what's on your mind? Go ahead, please. Yeah, I just wanted to say that your account of the slaughtering of that bull really, really was um, moving. And, Thank um, you. You're well, I don't know if anyone even heard it. You know, Evan, I read it because I dreamed that I should go to my old journals and it fit right in with the slaughterhouse story of today. No, really, it sounded like a, it sounded like a, like a prose or poetry reading that you, that you would hear, like in the East Village or something. I know, I know, I know. I was a poet in those days. You know, I, I think now I'm only a talk show host. No, not that. More, more than that. All right, Evan, thanks for hearing. And believe me, it's like playing music and you hope that the people hear the notes. You know, I hope some of you hear the notes, all the notes. All the scales, all the rhythm changes. This is the Savage Nation. Are you ready to revolt if your governor doesn't stop the lockdown? 
the Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Big Brother is protecting us from ourselves. Big Brother, Big Brother is here, refusing even to open counties in the state with zero or near zero cases. He permits illegal aliens, all criminals, to come over the border. They're criminal in coming over the border and locks you in your house. See, fascism has arrived, not with a swastika, but with a smiley face sticker. Unbelievable to me. Meanwhile, Trump is using the Defense Protection Act, the DPA, to reopen meat slaughterhouses. No longer will we have canaries in coal mines to tell us when there is gas leaking, but immigrants in slaughterhouses to tell us when COVID-19 is leaking. Welcome to the Savage Nation. And the people are going to snap from this. No one can take it anymore. We all know that most of this has got to do with control. We know it has almost nothing to do with science at this point. Maybe in the beginning we were unsure. And maybe in the beginning there was. There was a reason to keep us isolated from each other. There probably was a good reason for it. But now that we have all learned more together, and we all have learned more together, make no mistake about it, We've all learned more together. We learn what age groups get it. We learn which age groups don't get it. We learn the, the mortality rate. We learn the uh, morbidity rates. And we learned a lot of things. And some of the truths still hold, such as we should have quarantined the at-risk communities from the beginning. Those would be the immigrant communities. Those would be people with uh, compromised immune systems. Those would be people in uh, the aging group who have... Uh, underlying conditions. They should have all been isolated and quarantined right from the beginning, but not the whole population. Instead, they shut down the whole population because they made a mistake. Instead of admitting the mistake, the little Maos and the little Maoettes are doubling down on the lockdowns to prove how smart they are. But they made a huge mistake. And I don't know how this is going to end. The people are compliant. The people are like sheeple. And they're not fighting back. Of course, we have to protect older at-risk people. But not everyone else needs to be isolated at home. I will say again, vital population immunity or herd immunity. Vital population immunity is, is, occurs when a bare minimum of 50% of the healthy population is exposed and develops the antibodies. Not by total isolation. That is the opposite of what should have been done and what should be done now. But no one's saying anything. Meanwhile, in New York, the Blasio, the fascist, attacks Jews at a funeral. They went to a funeral for an old, uh, very important rabbi. De Blasio showed up and threatened to have them arrested. While in Chicago, African-Americans were partying 500 in a basement, including a hooker on her hands and knees picking up uh, coins, uh, dollars off the floor, and they were not arrested. Article on the caging of a compliant majority. 
the caging of a compliant majority. How do we become so compliant? Even Hitler never had such total control over all of Germany. There was a resistance movement. Well, the age of question authority is over. It used to exist in America. Land of the free and the home of the brave, my behind. Are you kidding me? What a nation of ninnies. What a nation of ninnies. Well, when, when is it going to change? Newsom says, I don't care whether you protest or not. He said, basically, I'm immune to it. I have to play it again to listen to the, the man who I actually was trying to reach. I told you I know him. He came to my birthday party a number of years ago by surprise. It was very nice for him to show up. He walked in. Known him for years on and off. I've known he's a liberal. He knows I'm a conservative. So what? We're supposed to all get along, figure things out together, right? But I never thought he would be surrounded by such nincompoops as he is now. Nor would he revert to fascism as he is doing now. Listen to what he says in clip one. By the way, this clip could destroy his chances to ever go higher in office. Listen carefully. Politics will not drive our decision-making. Protests won't drive our decision-making. We believe Stop right there. we are... So protests won't drive our decision-making. In other words, the First Amendment be damned. I'm Gavin Newsom. Mao Tse Nu now decides all. I am Big Brother. I know everything. Protesters can drop dead. Nope. This is unbelievable. And of course, it's coming from the left, as you well know. So now we have no Republican Party in California. It was foxed out of office through the SEIU with the Democrat machine, the Service Employees International Union, uh, flooded America and mainly California with illegal aliens who vote illegally and put these left-wing politicians in power who are immune to the voters themselves. And there is a former California GOP chair, Tom Del Beccaro, who blasts Newsom. And he's saying things that need to be heard. Listen to clip four, please will change his mind. You know, California is a big place and treating Northern California or the Eastern counties the same as LA makes no sense. There's a lot of rumblings, a lot of lawsuits, a lot of counties that are fighting back. And a dirty little secret, the attorneys, or I'm sorry, the district attorneys and, and certain sheriffs aren't enforcing Gavin Newsom's rules. So I think things are going to unravel for him. Really? I hope so. Listen to clip five. Let's see if this rings true to you. Nowhere in there do you have any sense of what happens to the hospitality industry. And remember, California is one of its biggest industries is tourism. Where do restaurants fall in this plan? It's not clear. And there's already an estimate that 30 to 40 percent of restaurants in California will never reopen. Your prior guest talked wow. about eight weeks, but the plan there doesn't talk, give you a sense that within eight weeks, it talks more about months. They're talking about churches not opening for months. And, you know, Newsom was once a partner in, in the Plump Jack restaurant chain. He should know what this is doing. He once ran a business. He did. He was involved in a business. He's one of the few politicians who actually provided something that people wanted. Uh, Blasio never was in business, never provided service or product. The other one didn't. What's his name? Uh, governor uh, Goofball there, the meatball and spaghetti guy, the sausage and pepper governor. I, I'm so sick and tired of uh, what the hell. I don't even know his name. I can't remember. I like his father as governor, by the way. I don't know why his father was a centrist. I can't remember his name. The governor of New York. Help me out. What's his name? I really am blanking on it. I don't. Cuomo, Cuomo, Cuomo. Perry Cuomo. No. Cuomo. Cuomo, 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 Cuomo. Not Cuomo. Not Cuomo. Perry Cuomo, but not, 
not uh, Governor Cuomo. It's Governor Cuomo. Quo, Cuomo. Cuomo. Everyone say Cuomo. Chief Cuomo. <laughs> Chief Cuomo. Big Chief Cuomo tells you, hey, when we were a kid, you know, on a Sunday, remind me, we, made a, we make a sausage and a pepper with the mother and the father and the grandparents. I didn't appreciate it really, but I sure like to go there. It was a nice to go there. And with the underwear. Does he appear in underwear with, with suspenders next? Another one who just loves the power that he's gotten to give these speeches every day. Locking down everyone in New York State? It's un- unbelievable. I don't understand it. Now, COVID-19. You want some science here? Is it man-made? Is it a war by China? I mean, here are all these rumors. Is it from a, a monkey or a, a bat or something? Well, there's been an analysis of public genome sequencing on the SARS-CoV-2. And they say there's no evidence that the virus was made in a laboratory or otherwise engineered. Now, when I say they say there's no evidence, who's they? Well, that's the question. That's the question. So we look at this. We say by comparing the available genome sequence data for known coronavirus strains, we can firmly determine that SARS-CoV-2 originated through natural processes, says Christian Anderson, Ph.D., an associate prof of immunology and microbiology at Scripps Research and, uh, and such. In addition to Anderson, authors of the paper, the proximal origin of SARS-CoV-2 include Robert F. Gary of Tulane, Edward Holmes of the University of Sydney, Andrew... Anyway, okay, blah, blah, blah. But where did the original study come from? This is interesting. If you look at the original um, <laughs> genome, it came from China, from the Chinese scientists, and they're all using that model. I'll read this to you from the paper. Shortly after the epidemic began, Chinese scientists sequenced the genome. Chinese scientists, you know what that means. A Chinese scientist is to science what Gavin Newsom is to the First Amendment. Shortly after the epidemic began, Chinese scientists sequenced the genome of SARS-CoV-2 and made the data available to researchers worldwide. Now, I don't trust anything that comes out of China, whether it's pet food or a, a a a genome map. You know, for years... People would try to give my dogs treats like strangers. I would say no, because I knew there was garbage made in China. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even feed a dog treat to a dog made in China. And I haven't for years, for 10 years. Can I give Teddy a little? No, you can't give him. I don't know where it's from. No, you can't give him a little treat. I don't know what it's made from. Made from bat crap? I don't know what it's made out of. Everything they do out of there is garbage and, and a cheat job. Everything they do is a cheat. So I'm supposed to believe that the genome sequence data that the Chinese authorities gave the American researchers are real? Listen to the rest of it. This is very important for you to hear because this is an article saying that COVID-19 has a natural origin. It's from the Scripps Research Institute. But if you read into the article, as I've been trained to do, rather than just do a cursory reading of the headlines, you realize this. It was Chinese scientists who sequenced the genome of SARS-CoV-2 and made the data available to researchers worldwide. So the same China that cheats and steals and lies, the same China that robs formulas, steals books, steals patents, you're telling me that they didn't fake this? The resulting genomic sequence data has shown that Chinese authorities rapidly detected the epidemic and that the number of COVID cases have been increasing, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe a word of it. So the scientists analyzed the genetic temp- template for spike proteins, armatures on the outside of the virus that it uses to grab and penetrate the outer walls of human and animal cells. More specifically, they focused on two important features of the spike protein, the receptor binding domain RBD, a kind of grappling hook that grips onto host cells 
and the cleavage site, a molecular can opener that allows the virus to crack open and empty host cells. It's all very interesting. And, and I can understand it. I'm not a virologist, so you can understand it. What's interesting is the scientists found that the RBD portion of the SARS-CoV-2 spike proteins had evolved to effectively target a molecular feature on the outside of human cells called ACE2. Just follow me for one more minute. ACE2 is a receptor involved in regulating blood pressure. This is intriguing. The SARS-CoV-2 spike protein that's used to get into a cell was so effective at binding the human cells that the scientists concluded it was the result of natural selection and not the product of genetic engineering. I would conclude the opposite. I don't think that there is strong enough evidence for natural evolution. So then they say that the evidence for natural evolution is supported by data on SARS-CoV-2's backbone, its overall molecular structure. And then they argue that if someone was seeking to engineer a new coronavirus as a pathogen, they would have constructed it from the backbone of a virus known to cause illness. But the scientists found that the SARS-CoV-2 backbone differed substantially from those of already known coronaviruses and mostly resembled related viruses found in bats and pangolins. Okay. Well, but that backbone... Is that based on the Chinese research or on the viruses that are being isolated here in America from patients? I don't know. These two features of the virus, the mutations in the RBD portion of the spike protein and its distinct backbone rules out lab manipulation as a potential origin for so's cov 2 St. Anderson. So now they're pretty they're concluding that the virus is the product of natural selection, natural evolution, and it should end any speculation about deliberate genetic engineering. I'm not so sure because the the template that they were all using to begin with came from China. And I don't trust anything that comes out of China, whether it's dog biscuits or genomes. I'll be right back. The Savage Nation. It's savage on demand. So the ice cream lady, Nancy Pelosi, has created a new coronavirus select committee, another genius, on par with the governor, Mao Zedong is the ice cream eater, Nancy Pelosi. Lipstick is now up to her nostrils. Uh, and uh, the makeup is now as thick as the lies that come out of her lips. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday announced the Democratic lawmakers will serve on the new House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Crisis. Listen to these geniuses. Maxine Waters uh, will be on, on that committee. The corrupt Maxine Waters from the Financial Services Committee, she and her husband were in a bank, remember that story? Oversight and Reform Chairwoman Carol B. Phony, New York. Small Business Committee Chairwoman Nidia M. Velasquez. What business does she ever run? Andy Kim, New Jersey. Bill Foster, Illinois. Jimmy Raskin, Maryland. That's Pelosi's committee. That, that's the committee they're putting together. You hear this? This, this is the best and the brightest in the, in the world. That's a committee now. We don't need the committee. Six trillion dollars is probably going to be blown on this. And I don't know anyone's gotten a dollar yet. Here's a guy calling. He got money. Vlad in New York. He's a guy who got money. Vlad, you're a, you're a pharmacist. What money did you get for the big government? Hey, Dr. Savage, how are you? It's an honor to be on your show. Uh, we got uh, $37 uh, from the CARES Act. This was last Wow. Year. And you own a pharmacy. Yeah, I'm on a pharmacy. Was Donald Trump's picture on it or a signature from him? Who? What division gave you the money? Yeah, I believe it was the Health and Human Services. Oh, wow. What are you going to do with all that money, that 37 bucks? Well, we're going to send it back. You know, maybe pharmacies need it more than us, uh, but I'm going to send a nice letter to Trump letting him know that the diagnostic kits 
uh, cost a hundred dollars. So you know that wouldn't even afford us one kid. How did you get thirty-seven dollars if you run a farm? How did they come up with thirty-seven dollars? Yeah, so the arithmetic behind it is based on your Medicare Part B billing, which is mostly by medical doctors and hospitals. Pharmacies only bill that for things such as diabetic supplies. I don't know how they came up with that number. (laughs) Well, is your pharmacy still operating? Yeah, we've been here uh, working 24-7. Are you busy? Are you busier than normal or less busy? We're very busy because we have all the supplies that everyone's needed. Uh, I had to tap into gray markets to get masks for people at an affordable price, unfortunately. Oh, so you do have masks and stuff. Right, right. Where's your pharmacy in New York? Where is it located? It's in Brooklyn, New York, in Kensington County. Good for you. Well, you're a frontline worker, right? Are you worried about getting the uh, COVID? Uh, I think I probably had it back in January. To be quite there you go. You. There you go. I think I had it in February when I had that... Um, that what I thought was food poisoning for a day and a half. But I couldn't get the dunce here in the state of California who approves of testing to let me be tested. The schmuck MD that they put in charge of it. That moron. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Ladies and gentlemen of the Savage Nation, you need not worry because Big Brother is watching over you and protecting you. Governor Mao Tse-Nu will protect you. Trust me on that. He will protect you from yourself. He knows more than you do. He's smarter than you do. He's got geniuses on his committee. Geniuses who've never run a business, never provided a service or a product that anyone needs, will tell you never to reopen your business again. Even the counties with zero or no cases of COVID. Closing trails and beaches. But don't worry, Mao Tse-Nu knows best. Nashville, Tennessee, Mayor John Cooper is increasing the city's property tax by 32%. So let me ask you, the listeners of the Savage Nation, Democrat, Republican, illegal immigrant, how is the state of California, how is the state of New York, how is the state of Texas, or wherever you're listening to this show, how are they going to pay for the costs? How are they going to pay for the decline in revenue? Where is it going to come from? And when California goes broke, where is Governor New going to get the money from? Well, he's going to turn to a big, big brother. The big brother of all is the biggest brother of all, which is the federal government. Used to be called Uncle Sam. Now it's Uncle Donald. And will Uncle Donald write a check to California to bail out California? He better not, because I won't. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to say it right now. I've supported the president from the beginning. I support him now. I've disagreed with some of his policies, which is normal in a democracy. But if he bails out California, I'm not voting for him. That's the, that's the line in the sand. I will not vote for him. I will not vote for whatever the, hell, the moron I won't vote for, whatever his name is, the one who belongs in a nursing home. I can't remember his name. I really, you think I remember their name? It's like a blur. I know his name. It's a blur to me, just a giant blur. A blur, a blur. I never saw such stupidity in my life. Pelosi's lipstick is close to her nostrils now. I don't understand it. And giving speeches like she's a beautiful young girl with the scarves and the outfits every day, eating ice cream in her house like a lunatic and puts together a committee of morons and losers on when to reopen uh, the state, her, her finance committee, rather. People who never created anything but Rob. Well, let's leave it at that. I don't want to get myself into trouble. So how are we going to pay for this? How, how Can Trump win after this is the real question. That's what I want to know, because he is getting beaten up pretty badly. 
New poll from Emerson Polling, whoever they are, Emerson Polling. Trump down but not out as enthusiasm and expectation favor the president. Uh, 41% approval, 50% disapproval, five-point swing, both directions, blah, blah, blah. Undecided voters, approval of Trump's handling coronavirus, disapproved, 61, approved, 9%. Neutral, no opinion. Then. Uh, and then, then you look at who they did study with. The following study was done amongst three illegal aliens caught in a trailer park in San Luis Obispo, California. Who, what do you mean poll? Polls mean nothing. Spaniards more hopeful than New Yorkers amidst COVID-19 pandemic. What a racist statement that is. Listen, Spaniards more hopeful than New Yorkers. What's a Spaniard? What's a Spaniard? Oh, you mean in Spain? Spaniard more hopeful than New Yorkers amid COVID-19 pandemic. Spaniard. Cocker Spaniard. 71% of New Yorkers approve of Governor Cuomo's COVID-19. Oh, come on. 71% 71% of New Yorkers approve of Cuomo's COVID-19 response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Sunday, we made our spaghetti. We made our, our sausage. We made our meatball. Grandma was there. I didn't appreciate it as a kid, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We loved it very much. You put in your sugar. You put in your tomato sauce. Then you put in your meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is on the road to the White House. That, that's what we elect now. March poll, 70, 70% of Americans worried about catching corona. Illinois 2020, Biden leads Sanders in the prairie state. Prairie state. All these stupid phrases, prairie state. You look at the state, states of, Cal- states of America, like they're known for the prairie state. What prairie? No one wants to live there anymore. Most of them live in Chicago. They collect welfare. Prairie. How come they, lock, they didn't lock them down? They had a party with 500 in the basement there in Chicago. And uh, mayor, I don't know who the mayor, who's the mayor of Chicago? Lightfoot. Yeah, Lightfoot. I thought it was Lighthead. Mayor Lighthead. Mayor Lighthead in Chicago didn't close it down. A party of 500 people in a basement with a hooker picking up dollars off the floor with her teeth on video. And Mayor Lighthead didn't do anything about it. But in New York, when the Jewish religious Jews went out for a funeral for, for an aged and revered rabbi, he cracks down on them. Listen to Blasio saying he's going to get tough on the Jews. Listen to O2. What is so frustrating to me is after all those messages were so clear that so many people would still choose to gather. I understand right. that they lost someone very dear and important to them, uh, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. still a pandemic. Oh, yeah, People's yeah. lives are put in danger when people gather. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's shocking to me is that after all the warnings, right, big something of this size would happen. Right. And How, that's that's what I'm about you? very clear, unapologetically. Yep. Listen to this. That the next gathering will be met by summonses and arrests, period. No more Good. warnings. Go ahead. Arrest the Jews. You're a real tough guy. Arrest the Jews, but when people of another race party in a basement, you don't have the guts to arrest them, do you? You're lying. Okay, I'm going to stop. I don't want to get excited. Arrest the Jews again. The canary in the coal mine. Always the Jews. The fascists now. Go after the Jews. Oh, God. And we had one caller in the last hour. He got a, he got a check from the government. Uncle Donald sent him a check. He got $37. He runs a pharmacy. That's nice. They say that $6 trillion, basically, has been given out or will be given out. Uh, if you divide it by the number of working Americans, there's a lot of money per head. And no one knows where the money went. Where's the money going? <laughs> Where's the money going? Take a look at the oversight committee of where the money's going. You'll see there is none. <laughs> there is no oversight committee. What oversight committee? Chloroquine now. Homicide detectives investigate death of man who drank chloroquine. Listen to talk radio. Drank fish, fish tank cleaner. 
So all the hoax, drink the fish tank cleaner, good for you. Drink, drink the fish tank. Uncle Sean's fish, fish tank cleaner. Uncle Sean's fish tank cleaner. Uh, okay, homeless on subway spirals. I'm looking at the Drudge Report. So um, we have Mao Tse New here in California. In New York, what's his name? De Blasio, a fake name. What was his German name before he changed? Why would he change from a German to an Italian name? I don't understand that part of it. I could see a stage name, but why did he go from a German name, de Blasio, to, a, to an Italian name? Does anyone know the answer in New York? How did the mayor in New York come up with de Blasio when his name was a German name? I don't quite get that. Was it? He wanted to go to the, fa- the San Gennaro feast and be on a parade float? I don't understand that. So uh, the dictator of New York city says we're not opening the beaches even if they're safe but we'll arrest jews who go to a funeral i'll come out with a mask and put the jews with a, with clubs we'll club the jews into into paddy wagons and we'll arrest them if you go to a rabbi's funeral but if you go to a beach we'll arrest you on a beach on top of it all and we'll let the homeless crap on subway cars because i'm a great mayor i'm a good friend of uh, the governor i'm a good friend of nancy Galosi. Amazon turns to Chinese firm on U.S. blacklist to meet thermal camera needs. You hear this? China. China. I don't, do I have anything in China in my house? Probably the vitamins I take made in China. Let me look around. I'm, I'm curious. The microphone, the RE20. Is this Chinese made? I'll break it right now. It's an EV RE20. I think it's an old one. I don't think it's made in China. The electro cord made in China. My slippers made in China. My flannel shirt. Oh, the microphone's made in Okay. Flannel shirt, which has an American name on it, probably made in China. Underwear made in China. Vitamins made in China. Lip balm made in China. Blood thinner made in China. <laughs> the medicine I'm on, made in China. Oh, you better off. Oh, you do very well. Low price. Very good. Infections on Navy ship. That guy should be made the uh, secretary of the Navy. I, I've been behind him from the beginning. Many of you misinterpreted it all. Oh, you didn't follow the chain of command. Zeke Heil. The Admiral. Zieg Heil didn't follow chain of command. Chain of command. Zieg Heil. Try to protect his men. Zieg Heil didn't, didn't follow chain of command. He should be made the, the secretary of the Navy, that, that captain. He's from Santa Rosa, California. I never met the guy. Great guy. Naval aviator. At least the guy who threw him out got, got fired himself for being a big putz. Uh, boneless chicken scarce. Boneless chicken scarce. Interesting. Boneless chicken how do you raise a chicken without bones? Jim, can you raise a chicken? How can there be a boneless chicken? It's, it's, it's impossible. You can't raise a boneless chicken. Oh, you mean they make it into a boneless chicken. What do they do with the bones sold to China? It's like when I used to buy chicken, a whole chicken, there was no neck, uh, no, no beak, no neck, and no feet. Where did it all go? Where did it, I used to ask when I buy a whole chicken. This goes back two years. Remember on the show? Because I grew up in an immigrant home. We ate the chicken legs, and I loved them. My mother used to put them in a soup. I used to like to eat the, the, the feet of a chicken. Now I'm sounding like Cuomo with the sausage and meatballs. Hey, we put in the chicken feet. The Italians, they used the sausage. We, the Jews, we ate the chicken feet. So we got chicken feet. I used to like to eat them out of the soup pot. She let them cook for days, I don't know, and they were soft. I didn't think of the bird in those days. I was younger. I didn't think about the cow when I ate a burger. I didn't think about the chicken when I ate a, a, a breast or a wing. It didn't matter to me. The turkey at Thanksgiving was not a living thing. It was an animal. Nothing. Now I see, like I see the thing, the, the whole deal. The whole thing is like, okay, got it. 
but I ate the chicken feet. So years later now, I'm making chickens. I go to a market. You can't get the chicken feet. You can't get the necks. They're gone. So I said, where'd they go? Oh, they sold to China. Stupid, they're not. They like the feet. They like the necks, and they get them. We get the high cock. That's known as garbage in English. We get nothing. Drek. It's like fish now in the market. It's the best I ever ate in my life. Sushi grade. Every kind of fish you can imagine. They can't throw it in the garbage. They can't even throw it out. There's so much of it. I'm buying the best fish I ever had in my life since I lived next to a seaport in Marblehead in 1973. Because the poor fishermen can't sell it. Because moron keeps the, the restaurants closed. Governor Mao say no. There's no reason he can't reopen the restaurants. You could open them tomorrow. You just reopen them. You make people sit at opposite, you know, adjoining tables. You get some cash flowing. You get some meat and fish flowing. But no, not according to Pinhead. No, no, no. Governor Mao Zedong says, no, I'll decide. I have a great committee of morons. All academics and uh, never worked a day in their life, but they'll tell me when to reopen your business. People, Mao Zedong, he knows what he's doing. He's not going to become president after this. I don't care what the polls say. What the hell are polls made of anyway? You know, I was wondering, why are people so compliant? Like in Marin County, California. It's over the border, Sausalito, you know, those of you who don't live here. And Marin County has long been known as a hippie retirement home. Basically, old hippies are retired a long time ago. They don't work. Most of the people in Marin County don't work. The younger people do, but the older people, like over 60, are retired hippies. They worked at some, something, I don't know, and they're living on a pension that refines the house. Uh, whatever, and a mother left the money, who knows, but they don't work. I've known neighbors, I've never seen them work. In the 30 years I lived there, they never held a job. All they do is drink. Day and night, they drink. I never saw anything like it in Marin County. From morning to night, walking around with a smile and a cup in their hand. So they're happy during the shutdown, because all they're doing is drinking longer. They walk on the neighborhood, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Fine, fine. How you doing? Cheers to you, cheers to you. From nine in the morning, with the cups. They never work, so to them it's nothing. Oh yeah, I prove a Governor Newsom, shut the state down. Let me shut that. You're not working. What are you living on? I don't even know what they're living on. But you see, eventually this has to be paid for. So there's only one way Governor Mao Zedong is going to pay for it. Tax, 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 tax. But who is he going to tax? The illegal aliens? They don't pay taxes anyway. So who's going to tax? Tax the retirees? The drunk retirees that are in county? They what are they going to tax them? Living on Social Security and refi. I don't know where's the money going to come from. How many people are going to flee the state if, the, if he taxes any higher? 13 to 15% state tax. So what's he going to do, make 25%? Then he'll put in a wealth tax. If you have more than $100,000, he'll take, what, 10% of it by edict? Yeah, it's coming, I guarantee you. I guarantee it as I sit here. And then what, you're going to salute Governor Mao Zedong? No? Maybe the people are stupid. I don't really know. Who's going to pay for this? Delhi's gone. Delhi's gone. Restaurants gone. They don't get a dime in federal aid. Nothing. Mary Beth in New Jersey has an idea of Governor Mao saying what he should do. What should Governor New do? It's such an honor to speak with you, Dr. Savage. I you, you look, Mary Beth, you know it's nice to hear, but I'm not one of those hosts who calls himself a great American. You don't have to say it's an honor. Just say, I, you know, I, I'm not one of those who needs to be patted on the head like a putz. I, hey, you're, a, you're a great American. No, Sean, you're a great American. No, you're a great American. No, sir, you're a great No, great American. No, let's call us fine. Go ahead. What's on your mind? What's on my mind, because I'm living in New Jersey, and I also have a uh, Nazi leader who loves the power. It's unbelievable. It is all power. It's a power trip. And they're all, I think they're all on medication. 
They look like they're glazed over on some kind of drug. I mean, he looked like that from the beginning. I mean, he lives close to me. He's a sicko. And what is that sicko in New Jersey doing? He shut down the beaches, everything? Oh, my God. The parks are closed. I mean, everything. He's nuts. He's absolutely- Is he, is he going to send little girls 14 years old with green uniforms into the house to see if you're, if you're in your bathtub at a certain hour? Well, he, he went to the, uh, the synagogues very early on and arrested them. Like, he was the first one. Well, you see, always the Jews. They have the guts to attack the Jews, but not to attack, let us say, other minorities, right? Have you seen them arrest any other minorities in the inner cities? Have they arrested any of the gangs in Newark oh. who are gathering, gathering, having, having dope parties? Certainly not. But this- no, certainly not. No, always go for the Jews. And take a guess who's doing it now. The liberals. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Big Brother is watching us, protecting us from ourselves. Yeah. Let the illegal aliens come in with total freedom. Let the rapists out of jail, total freedom, but lock you in the house and put you in jail if you go to a Jewish funeral in New York or you walk on a trail in California, Governor Mao saying they will get you. Even Hitler never had such total control over Germany as they do now. Yep, that's the world we live in, and the world will never be the same. You may think it will, and we can't worry about those things right now, but uh, Barnes & Noble said, for example, they're never going to sell magazines again. You say, big deal? Well, I'm a, I'm a magazine guy. I used to love to go there, buy the auto magazines, the history, archaeology, military history. I like to browse. Gone. Magazines will be out of business. But what about books? Who's going to buy a book now in a bookstore? Again, Jeff Bezos now controls that industry. Now every book has to go through him. So this is getting to be crazier by the day. Books. You ever going to buy a used book again? The Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs> 